Welcome to the Therapist to Coach podcast. I'm Sachiko Cohen, a life coach and a former therapist. What if coaching is not a watered down version of therapy and you can make a deeper impact on your clients' lives through coaching? And what if you have everything you need to become a successful coach today? I'm here to help you to become a badass coach to create the lifestyle and income you deserve. Listen on to find out how. I think it's recording. It is. It's showing recording. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello, my friends. I'm super excited today to have my friend Denise with me. Um, she is a licensed uh, therapist, but but now she is a marriage coach, and she's doing super well. I actually shared um, her income um, picture, <laughs> income report picture, beauties back, and some of you are like, "Wow, this is possible!" And I am super excited today because I was able to bring her in to ask her some good questions that you might be wondering how she did it and um, how was her transition from therapist to a coach. So let's start. Denise, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, happy to be here and happy to share. Yeah, let's just begin with, um, um, I want to ask you how everything started. So what's your background as a therapist and mm -hmm. how did you decide to become a coach? Mm -hmm. So my background as a therapist, I have been licensed for, I believe, I think it's 20 years. I've kind of lost track, but um, yeah. So did the whole usual, went to uh, uh, grad school, got my degree, got licensed, and then worked in a number of different um, mental health capacities as home-based family therapy, some outpatient work. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think at that time, as a therapist, I see, I feel like coaching is so much bigger now, like it's so much more a thing than when, say, um, I first got my license and when I was first practicing as a therapist, I just didn't feel like there was a lot of uh, talk about coaches. Mm -hmm. And my perception of coaches at that time was more like, uh, <laughs> like wannabe therapist <laughs> yes, yes right <laughs> like I hate to say that but that's really that was my thought like oh he has this unregulated whole thing people anybody can be a coach like uh -huh. we had to go to school for like two years and do all this training yeah so I, I'll just, uh, them. <laughs> yes. so I did I think I just had a kind of a negative view of what that uh -huh. was and it mm -hmm. doesn't really compare to what we do because we're trained and we're licensed and we're, you know, yes. this, that, the next thing. So I had very little exposure to coaching uh, for a very long time. I may have like 10 years ago, like dabbled in it, like not for my, not to do coaching, but actually worked with a coach and um, for like one session, mm. I, remember, I think, and it just, it didn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
and so then fast forward to probably like I think for do you want me to go into talking about like how I how I got into coaching yeah or, yeah I think that's good yeah so um so then about four to five years I've so I've had my own practice for 13 years mm -hmm. and um you know did the whole thing got on the insurance panels uh, was kind of taking whoever saw me on psychology today mm -hmm. I, I put up a very general website so I wasn't speaking to any like one person or any ideal client it was just um adolescents and parents and families and individuals anxiety and depression and, and everything yeah, all of it <laughs> and so I was really just at the whim of whoever might have come across my my psychology today profile um i joined a couple of other directories and so i was getting you know it, my practice was always very small because i was raising young kids uh early on and so my kids were my priority and this was sort of like looking back was more like a hobby than a actual business because mm -hmm. i know one of one of the things we've talked about before is that like we go to school to become therapists, not to become business owners. And the unfortunate part is that um, most grad schools, I, I, maybe it's changed since I was in grad school, but they're not teaching therapists how to be business owners. Right. And so that, that's- We're lost, like, what do we do? Service. Yeah, totally. Uh -huh. um, and then there was a period of time, maybe about seven years ago, where business got so slow, I, I considered that I might actually have to close my doors. Mm -hmm. And actually, it was only on one insurance panel at the time. And so my husband was like, you, you should get on more insurance panels. That's the way to go. Insurance, insurance, insurance. And I had always been like, had even then I had visions of being like a private pay somehow, some way. Mm -hmm. So here I was either like figure out a way to get more business. And the only way I knew how at that time was to get on more insurance panels, which yeah. was like the last thing I wanted to do. I mm -hmm. actually just felt like I was uh, selling out, you know, mm -hmm. like I was totally selling out by getting on more insurance panels at that time. I, I'd been in business for, for a long time, but I did. I got on more panels and business did start to pick up. Of mm -hmm. course, I wasn't working with my ideal client. I was feeling burned out, kind of exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, How many clients did you have back then? Uh, it was still a pretty small number, like anywhere between probably 12 and 15. So mm -hmm. not huge. Yeah, but, but yet employee, you were burned so out though, right? Yeah, because I was, I was working with a lot of adolescents and I, yeah. I feel like that can be really tough work because, yeah. you know, they always don't always want to be there. They kind of, you have to do a lot of the work in these mm -hmm. sessions with adolescents. So, and all the paperwork and all the things yeah. that's required by insurance and billings and everything. Oh, totally. Yeah, tr tracking down money, chasing down money with insurance yeah. companies, you know, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I knew that I that was not the place that I wanted to stay in. And I said to myself, I need to figure out how to run a business, not just have like a hobby. Mm -hmm. So my first experience with 
coaching was I hired a, and I don't know if, if anybody in the, in your group will know of Casey Truffaut. Oh yes. I've, I've taken her courses before. Mm -hmm. So I had taken her one of her courses, but then I actually worked with one of her coaches. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was sort of my first experience with coaching, but it was more kind of coaching to help me figure out how to run my business as opposed mm -hmm. to becoming a coach. Mm -hmm. But it was super helpful. Mm -hmm. I started to learn how to be like a business owner, you know, yeah. how to be a CEO, CEO. of my company. Right. And, uh, you know, take charge in a different way and figure yeah. out how to get out there, how to market yourself. And all of that was like so scary, mm -hmm. right? To market yourself, like put mm -hmm. yourself out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's interesting because you did have 15 clients. That's pretty much like close to full clients or I think it's different for everybody. But when it comes to coaching, it's kind of like 15, 20 being the right. full caseload. So, and still doesn't feel like you're in charge and you're, you know, this is my business. And that's because all the mindset as a, like, you know, I'm, I'm just getting referrals from insurance companies or the, the profile, you know, the listings and, and not being, you know, in charge of how to create clients and how to set fees and, you know, all that. That's interesting. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yep. That's yeah. that exactly it. It was like I was at the mercy of waiting for the phone to ring. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have been making a lot of impact in people's lives, serving all these clients, and yeah. yet that feeling of like not it's, yeah, mercy of like you're waiting for the call, waiting for the call. Always. Yeah, yeah. That's how it felt. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I just want to um, backtrack a little tiny bit about maybe not a little bit, but like all the way back to how you decided what, why you wanted to become a therapist to begin with. Hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it was probably, uh, and probably a lot of therapists will say this, like it was just, I was, that was who I was born to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know specifically why, but I know that I was always much more attuned to feelings and people <laughs> and, and energy and emotions and that kind of thing. And in my high school yearbook, I actually wrote under my picture that I wanted to be a therapist, which really? was so interesting to me because uh -huh. at that time, uh -huh. I, didn't, I didn't really know what it meant to be a therapist. I hadn't yeah. been to therapy myself. Uh-huh. But that's sort of what I envision wow. somewhere along the lines, you know. Yeah. So early uh, on you wanted to help people, you wanted to contribute to people's wellness and yeah. mental wellness. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you now now that you're a marriage coach and you know being successful and bringing in clients and what do you love the most about coaching? Um as, as far as it's different, how it's different from therapy or just in general, like, because there's yeah, so many, yeah, so many things, right? Um, <laughs> we love coaching so much. So. <laughs> yes. Well, I love, I love coaching because, um, you know, I really am just in the driver's seat in terms of deciding who I'm working with, who my mm -hmm. ideal client is and whether or not they're really a fit. Mm -hmm. and attracting people that really are 
committed to working on themselves and improving themselves. You know, my experience with therapy was so much about people aren't really interested in change. Mm. Uh, you know, they would come in week after week with the same complaints, but they weren't, I think they were really more interested in staying stuck in complaining about the problem than actually finding a solution. Mm -hmm. And hoping that they can feel better in the same Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. I want to feel better, but I'm going to keep doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, working with uh, people like that is so much more energizing. Mm -hmm. And one of the, one of the nice things that, that, that I love is like just feeling like I can share personal stories and yeah. I don't have to sort of be this just this sounding board like we're in relationship in in a different kind of way than like being a therapist where we have to like be sort of masked by this veil like yes. we're not real we're not a real person uh so i love just sort of showing up as me and just having a real genuine relationship with with it's the client totally, yeah, yeah i totally feel it too like yeah. We, you know, we, we learn in therapy that we, we, the relationship comes first and, you know, genuineness and all that. And we can't be genuine if we have to, you know, screen ourselves. We cannot right. share our personal stories. We can, you know, all yeah. that is like, that's, that's, I don't think that works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, it's not, yeah, it's just, it, it just feels so much lighter too yeah. so much so much more just real just yes yeah it really Freedom, is integrity genuineness yep. all that yeah just by Absolutely. itself coaching is just yeah amazing that way yeah awesome what has been though is one of the challenges or maybe biggest challenges you have faced you know transitioning from a therapist to a coach yeah so I'll tell you a little bit about what that transition looked like and I'll tell mm -hmm. you exactly kind of where I struggled. Yeah. Um, but I would say sometimes my timelines are off, I know, but probably about five years ago. Now I've been studying couples therapy for the last mm, 10 years mm -hmm. and it was always a small part of my practice. Um, but I grew to really like it. And I, mm -hmm. really, I really wanted to master the skill of working with couples because um, I always felt nervous like around couples. Like I, didn't, I felt like I didn't have the right skills. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to get to a point where when couples walked in my office, I no longer felt nervous like, oh my God, I can't, what am I gonna do? I can't handle this. Mm -hmm. and, and so I just studied it and, and kept working with couples and working and and so i finally feel like and i wouldn't say mastered but i'm confident in my skills yeah to, to work with couples so probably uh maybe four years ago three years ago i decided that my practice was going to be this is when i started to hone in on my ideal client mm -hmm. and i and it finally resonated with me. Like you have to speak to one person, not all the people. Mm -hmm. And so I decided my entire practice was going to be couples. Mm -hmm. And that was also going to um, uh, separate me from other therapists that 
more general. Mm-hmm. You know, like I am the the expert in this specialized practice. Yeah. And so when I did that, my first step was okay. I'm doing just couples. I got off all insurance panels mm. and started just full on marketing myself as a couples therapist. But I knew that I wanted to shift to coaching because I only could make a certain amount of money being a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to work, uh, you know, have packages for people and do all of all of those things that we see coaches doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about that because I think that is another thing that as a therapist we we have a set belief how to set the fees and that's the only way and and some I think regulatory uh, boards they they even like have some guidelines and requirements that the things that you can't do and and limitations right yeah so yeah what do you mean by when you said there's a limit in how much you can make as a therapist. Well, because I think what the what the market calls for too. Like mm-hmm. if you have therapists in the area that are charging 120, um, you know, or the highest paid therapist or the highest fee that someone is charging is, you know, 160, you how are you going to charge 200 or 250 or right? right. You're just going to you just it's not what people do, right? Yeah. It's not the going rate. Yeah. So I the only to... way to make more money would be to see more clients. And you're right. already burnt out on clients. <laughs> How, what do I have to see? 20, 30, 35 clients a week to get to the kind yeah. of income I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be completely burnt out. Yeah. 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 Right. I, I used to look at when I had my private practice as a therapist, like I looked at everybody's fee rate on psychology today around my area and like, okay, where do I fit in? And, yeah. you know, yeah, that's how you set the fee. And yeah. you're right. Like you have to see 30, 40. I, I've seen some therapists seeing like 35 to 40 clients a week. And that's like, I could wow. never. Yeah, I could never wow. do that. Yeah. 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 So that yeah, there's a, a limit in you know, in the amount of money you can bring in as a as a therapist. So then um as a coach, what do you mean by there's a freedom in in that? So yeah, I mean when I well so first when I got off the insurance panels and was just doing private pay, that felt like such a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, I, I was raising my rates and that felt like amazing. And then when I started to truly shift into coaching, I just started selling packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was charging a higher rate for those mm-hmm. packages. And when, you know, when people are coming to therapy and it's like, oh, it's $130 an hour, they're seeing that they're paying for that one hour of therapy that they're um, sitting with you. Mm-hmm. But in coaching, they are paying for a result. They're yes. paying for transformation, uh-huh. right? So even when, when some people that will work with me, they, they're in their mind figuring out, okay, so that's how much an hour? Mm-hmm. And so I have to actually remind them, like, it's not, you're not just paying for the hour that you're with me. Mm-hmm. You're paying for a result. You're paying for a transformation. And the transformation that you want, like, 
saving your marriage, what is, that worth? what is that worth to you? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and that I think for me was even a mindset shift. Uh-huh. You know, I think as therapists, we're so like, you know, oh, it's 130 an hour, 150 an hour. And it's like, yes, maybe. But when you're selling coaching, you really are doing results driven work. Like people yeah. are paying you for a result. Mm-hmm. And that, so it's just a whole different, it's a whole different way of working, a whole different way of thinking. Right. Yeah. And that was the biggest challenge for you kind of mind- nope. The biggest challenge for me oh. was actually calling myself a coach. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Talk, tell us about it. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so I, um, I worked with a coach to help me. I mm-hmm. worked with somebody just like you mm-hmm. to help me make that transition. Mm-hmm. And so I would not have been able to do it without somebody like you. Um, so it was it. it it was a coach who helps therapists mm-hmm. transition into coaching. And so yeah. the biggest thing for me was fully like believing and embodying that I was a coach. So yeah. like I got really hung up. What do I call myself? What do I say? I'm a therapist. I'm a coach. Like it, I got really spun up around the drama of what do I call myself? And so at one point my coach had said to me, well, who cares what you call yourself? Why don't you just say, this is, this is how I work. I have a, I have a, you know, a a marriage, uh, saving or relationship building business. Like Mm -hmm. I'm helping people with their relationships. Think Mm -hmm. of it that way. I'm Mm -hmm. helping people with, with their relationships. And this is how I work. And so I did that. I could totally feel into that. And then after being in that place for a while, the whole, I'm a coach, um, happened sort of organically just kind of came yeah and now I'm like fully like this is who I am right I, yeah. I totally remember myself going through that too and it took me I would say you know consciously unconsciously to like you know it was back in my mind too like total of maybe even two years yeah to actually get to the full commitment and full like embodying that I'm a coach and like I'm so proud to call myself a coach now but back then I was like uh (laughs) yeah and the more time you spend around coaches like that was a huge thing for me like yeah two years ago I started doing um like a uh group coaching program I don't know if anybody's ever heard of um Fabian Fredrickson and Boldheart Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of her. Yeah. That was, yeah. So, um, and I, that's where I started to meet like coaches of all different, everything, everything yeah. imaginable, health coaches yeah. and weight coaches yeah. and coaches, coaches, coaches. And the, the energy that coaches bring yes. is just amazing. Like it's so <laughs> inspiring and uplifting and energizing and it's such a different experience I'm like this is what I want to be around this is so good right yes this is what helps me this is what's going to help me grow like really Uh get to the place I want to get to so I mean surrounding yourself with other like-minded people coaches in particular is just yeah. so important because so important they're yeah. all like striving for something more and to yeah. better themselves right yeah. 
completely different energy and just like wow being amongst everybody all the other coaches and just like oh my gosh yeah it's very energizing yeah and inspiring i actually removed myself from a lot of like i was on a lot of um facebook groups for therapists mm -hmm. and i know i mean i i think all therapists are doing amazing work but i it just was not the even the conversations in there i just felt like i can't relate to any of these conversations anymore and like the things that people were getting hung up on or the yeah. fees and the not and not understanding their own value yeah um, oh yeah under yeah. so valuing themselves yeah yeah i definitely just, uh, I uh -huh, go ahead sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say i i, I uh stepped out of those groups because they just yeah. weren't aligning with me yeah it's almost like you grew out of of that um totally. yeah you know and yeah. i i my mission is i want every all the therapists because they they're like i like you said about you were born to be you know doing this work helping people and impacting their lives and yeah. and i think all therapists come from that place to to originally begin with, right? When we start the journey as early as maybe, you know, how you felt as a high school student or even earlier, you know? And, but like, I want all the therapists to, to really see this world that, that beyond, that's beyond therapy, you right. know, little world that we, we, you know, we're kind of trapped in. Mm -hmm. So that's my mission, but I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear your, your story. And let's get to the exciting part that you've made over 10 K this month in May or not this month of May, last May, month. Yeah. <laughs> it's already yeah. June today. Hard to believe it's June 1st, but, right? Yeah. So how, what made it happen or possible for you for that to happen or you made it happen? Yeah. Um, well, you know, should I, well, I mean, there's so many things, but you know, be, being surrounded by uh, a bunch of other coaches and being inspired from all of that has been hugely helpful. But, you know, it's, it's really doing, um, putting yourself out there, being visible, speaking to your ideal people, making offers, like just showing up. Yeah. um being a regular human you know just connecting yeah. with people networking with people uh -huh. um just yeah that's yeah i feel like showing up yes showing up that's that's the key that's the key because if anything um between well only thing between you and your clients or future clients is showing up and making offers yes right and so, believing and believing that yes yeah it's and in order to believe you have it comes with a lot of vulnerable moments a lot of right yeah like yeah um yes. feelings discomfort uncomfortable feelings yes absolutely huge <laughs> huge but it's all worth it in the end right yes and it's not like it's not that you get there, you arrive there and you get rid of these uncomfortable feelings. It's just like you keep stepping into a new version and a new, you know, a new version of yourself as you overcome different challenges and overcome more uncomfortable things. Right? Yes. It's just ever 
ever evolving. Yeah, I'm sure you have bigger goal for yourself, uh, yeah. for your future, and impacting a lot more people and saving marriages, improving marriages. Yeah. Um, so, what would you say is the one thing you want to give as a, advice for people um, in our, in in this group? Um, trying to see if they you know if they can transition from therapist to a coach mm -hmm. well i would say if you want it you can absolutely do it there's no reason that you can't mm -hmm. um even if it feels really scary and even if it feels impossible because i you know two years ago i thought that too mm -hmm. about myself i was like how am i ever gonna make this happen mm -hmm. but like here i am now doing it and i'm just so happy that I did. Um, I would say surround yourself with other coaches, like get involved with other people, like kind of try and, I mean, you don't have to remove yourself from the group of therapists, but the more you're exposed to that energy and the more inspired you'll be. Um, and that's, that's the kind of thing you have to be able to envision getting there, mm -hmm. right? To really, um, just to really feel that level of desire and motivation to do whatever it, ha whatever it takes. Yeah. I would yeah. say get support, get mentoring, you know, get the help of somebody like you who is going to help these therapists transition to coaching. Cause I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without that. Yeah. Support. The investment in, in yourself and your vision, yeah. your future, yeah. your um, freedom. <laughs> that yeah. We're able to, to and now, that was a huge change too is just um you know the willingness the mindset shift in being willing to invest in myself mm -hmm. and not just having it be about like oh the money i can't i can't you know it's like mm -hmm. it, that is just all of it is such a mindset shift around like i'm investing in myself because of where i want to get to yeah um, and it's it, it yeah that was a huge shift for me too. Yeah. It's a, it's a complete different world that I didn't even know existed before knowing this. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it would be so hard, I think, to even, I mean, to ever consider going back to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. As hard as there are days, like when you're trying to build a coaching business, yeah. I would never go back to yeah. that ever. Awesome. Thank you so much, Denise. I want to ask you where everyone can reach you and uh, find you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. So um, you can check out my website, reach me at uh, mymarriageworks.com. That's my website. Oh, I love I also, the name. <laughs> thanks. And then I have um, Facebook uh, profile. My personal profile is where I'm Really doing the bulk of my business now mm -hmm. um, and it's just uh, Denise Fitzpatrick if you want to friend me and check out what I'm doing feel free uh, if you know of anybody that would want to join my Facebook community that's for women who are wanting to improve communication in their marriage um, the Facebook group is well you can find the link to it on my personal profile but it's uh, the make my marriage works community for women it's kind of a mouthful but thinking about shortening the name up a little bit um, but awesome. yeah that's where you can find me thank you denise i'm gonna put all those in the comment or or somewhere in this post so everyone can find you thank you so much denise that was yeah. super exciting
Thank you for having me. All Good luck, right. everyone. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to geek out on coaching an amazing lifestyle and businesses we are building, come and join my Facebook group called The Therapist to Coach. And if you're really curious to find out what your first steps are to start getting coaching clients, contact me at hello at sachikocohen.com. H-E-L-L-O at S-A-C-H-I-K-O-C-O-H-E-N.com. We can set up a free consultation call and find out exactly what your next steps are.